Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome, everyone, to our Cats Ranks here on Bleacher Report, NCAA Digital, and March Madness Men's Basketball. We're going to look at the Big Ten to this point. As I'm talking to you live, it is uh, Thursday, December 29th. There is one Big Ten conference game later tonight between Iowa and Nebraska. And word out of Iowa is that Chris Murray, their star wing, and Connor McCaffrey will play. They've missed a significant number of games, including that disastrous loss to Eastern Illinois. So we have to wait and see how Iowa plays with them back in the rotation. But we cannot ignore that Iowa just lost Eastern Illinois in the largest defeat in terms of a pre-point spread. It was over 30 points. Uh, And uh, they lost the game. Eastern Illinois won, beat the spread. Pretty significant. All right, so let's go to our Big Ten up-to-the-minute power rankings at this moment in time number one a clear number one purdue the boilermakers are the number one team in the country the number one team in the big 10 and it's largely because they have the largest human being playing right now in seven foot four zach Eady, who is a double double machine uh he can out rebound an entire team if he gets off to a slow start doesn't matter he will finish strong you know, the big question for Zach Eady was, could he take his 20 minutes a game that he split with Travion Williams last season, raise it to 30, and would his productivity continue? Well, he's in the best shape of his life. He's a better player, passer, scorer, rim protector, you name it. So that's why well, one main reason, of course, why Purdue is at the top of this list. Uh, the other is the fact that their freshman guards have overperformed to this point in Fletcher Lawyer and Braden Smith. Uh, and none of us could have really predicted how well they would play. And certainly that is one of the reasons that Purdue is number one, not just in the Big Ten, but in the country, undefeated, one of three teams undefeated right now. Uh, they've just got great chemistry. They might have been more talented last season with Jaden Ivey, but they are a better team this season. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Because as we go into January, I really believe that two through 13, wide open. We could do this every week, and it could be different teams, um, you know, in terms of, the uh you know two through 13 so i'm going to run through the one through 14 and then we'll discuss each one so one purdue two ohio state uh three michigan state four indiana five wisconsin six rutgers seven penn state eight illinois nine michigan 10, Maryland, 11, Iowa, mentioning that Chris Murray will be coming back for this game against Nebraska, 12, Northwestern, 13, Nebraska, and 14, uh, Minnesota. Um, So there you go from 14 to 1. Obviously, 
Uh, we've got Purdue. Uh, oh, we're going to post them, obviously, the opposite way. As you can see there, 14 Minnesota, Nebraska 13, Northwestern 12, um, Iowa at 11, Maryland 10, Michigan at 9, uh, Illinois at 8. This is a refresher for everyone. Penn State 7, Rutgers 6, Wisconsin 5, Indiana 4, Michigan State 3, and Ohio State 2, and Purdue 1. So let me discuss this for you. First, I'm going to go bottom up because you don't see them on your screen. Minnesota is clearly the one team right now in the Big Ten that is really struggling. Jameson Battle has been injured. Now he's back, but he's not 100%. Uh, Dawson Garcia, the transfer from North Carolina Marquette, Marquette, North Carolina. It was the order. Um, they, they just have a lot of young pieces. At 13, Nebraska, be interested to see how they handle Iowa. Uh, they've had their moments, big win over Creighton. Sam Griesel, the transfer from North Dakota State, has certainly played well for them. Uh, so they're going to win some games. They almost took out Purdue in overtime. At 12, Northwestern, uh, they did beat Michigan State for their one win in the Big Ten. That was their only game. Got to wait and see. I did their Prairie View game. Really struggled offensively. They're playing as we speak against Brown. Uh, every game is going to be a chore for them. Defensively, they're one of the best defensive teams in the country. Can basically credit Chris Lowry, their assistant coach from uh, former assistant at K-State to Bruce Weber, former head coach at Southern Illinois. So at this moment in time, I would put them 12. <clears throat> Iowa fans are going to be all over me that they're not on the screen because they're at 11. And that's because of that loss to Eastern Illinois. Inexcusable. Chris Murray comes back. Uh, I fully expect Iowa to be climbing way back up, okay? But until we start to see some wins, and this game against Nebraska is not going to be easy. They could lose this game even with Chris Murray. So Iowa's got some work to do, and they should be fine ultimately, but that loss really stings. Maryland at one point was the second-best team in the Big Ten earlier in the season. They have slid back. Uh, certainly, you know, their last game, uh, was a huge win for them just to reset after losing three in a row and losing pretty badly to UCLA. No excuse in that, but they got drilled at home. Game against Tennessee, they did not play well at all. Uh, Michigan right now at nine. Uh, we're still waiting for Michigan to, to have a significant win. All four of their sort of up games or peer-to-peer -peer games, um, they, you know, they lost them all. Um, late possession games, but still, they need to get one of those W's. Illinois. Okay, Illinois was picked second behind Indiana in the preseason. They had that win over UCLA earlier in Vegas. Um, I saw them play three games in a row where they knocked off Syracuse by 29, didn't shoot well. Then they went to Maryland, packed Maryland, lost that game, uh, and then go to New York and come back and beat Texas in overtime. But then disaster struck. Lose it home to Penn State and uh, barely beat a and Well, didn't play well against Alabama A&M. Then absolutely get destroyed by Illinois and St. Excuse me, by Missouri and St. Louis. So Illinois has some work to do. I think they can climb back up. Penn State, which beat Illinois, uh, lost to Michigan State at home, but I love the way Jalen Pickett's playing. And I think Penn State on that list right there has a real shot to make the NCAA tournament Michael Shrewsbury. They should have beaten Clemson, uh, lost to Virginia Tech. But this Penn State team is going to beat some teams in the Big Ten. They're going to be right in the thick of getting a bid. Rutgers. 
Rutgers has a win over Indiana, um, almost and maybe should have beaten Ohio State, beat Wake Forest, which has already taken down Duke at home and Wisconsin on the road, uh, didn't play well against Seton Hall. So this Rutgers team, I think they're going to be in the NCAA tournament. Wisconsin, you say, oh, they're undefeated in the Big Ten. How are they at five? Well, they haven't played well. And every Wisconsin game feels like it's right on the edge to go either way. I think we need to see a little bit more on the resume, a little meat on that bone. Indiana, this is a little bit of a projection here. Indiana dealing with injuries to Trace Jackson Davis. Xavier Johnson's out for quite some time, but they're still so talented. Brutal schedule where they lost to Arizona and Vegas. And then um, the second Saturday after that, or the Saturday after that, they lose to Kansas. So this is, a, you know, the reset for the Big Ten is going to be pretty big for Indiana to get back on track uh, against, you know, in, in significant games. Now, two and three, I think are interchangeable. Michigan State's going to get Malik Hall back and this week. And I think they're playing their best basketball. Um, I saw them early in the season, three games. They were close in a couple. They beat Kentucky, as, as everyone knows, in Indianapolis. They were right there to knock off Gonzaga uh, in San Diego on the USS Abraham Lincoln. I think Michigan State's going to be a team that's going to compete in the top three. Ohio State, I love the Buckeyes. I'm totally sold. They should have beaten North Carolina. I love Bryce Sensabaugh, who's I think is going to be the freshman of the year in the Big Ten. Bruce Thornton reminds me, and it's old school here, of John Bagley, old BC guard in the 80s, stocky. Um, Justice Sewing's playing really well. Zed Key is coming to his own. Tanner Holden and Sean McNeil, I think, will start to play even better. Uh, Isaac Likely will come back at some point. Gene Brown uh, had a concussion, and he's going to come back. I like the depth of Ohio State. There are other two freshmen, uh, Roddy Gale and uh, Akbara, um, you know, springy, can finish. It's a really great freshman class. And as I mentioned at the top, Purdue. Uh, obviously, Zach Eady is right now uh, in the pole position for National Player of the Year, not just Big Ten, averaging a double-double. And he's just a consistent power presence. He changes the game at both ends. But it's really the fact that this team is so put together and the rookie guards of Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer are making shots, they're making plays, and that's the biggest difference for Purdue right now. Uh, are they going to go through the Big Ten undefeated? No, they almost lost to Nebraska in overtime. Uh, right now, they'd be a number one seed. But because they've got Zach Eady and he has not fouled out, um, you know, I really do think that they are in position to win this league by a game or two, uh, maybe two or three, and be a number one seed. And I And when I look at the Big Ten, I'm not saying that no one else can get to the Final Four, but Purdue is their makeup. It's probably the best team to get a Final Four berth. If I was to pick another one, I actually would probably go Ohio State 2 and Michigan State 3. If Indiana can be completely healthy and get their act together, I would put them in that group in terms of another team that could get to a Final Four. Um, I think the teams you see on your screen, I would say the first eight, I think, will make the NCAA tournament. The question is, will they get nine or 10? And to me, Michigan, Maryland, and Iowa, either one or two of those three are going to make it. So I think they're going to get nine. Could they get 10? Possibly. But I think they will get nine for sure. Um, so Bay Area Hoosier says it's Purdue and Indiana and everyone else. Uh, let's wait and see on that because I don't buy that. I think it's Purdue, 
line one, and then tier two, if you will, is a collection of teams. Ohio State, Michigan State, Indiana, others could jump up. I think the, the race for the double buy in this league for the conference tournament is going to certainly be as competitive as we've seen in quite some time. And I think a team like Illinois may not get the double buy, but certainly when we get to Chicago, where they will be the de facto home team, has a great shot to get to the semis and potentially win the Big Ten tournament. Um, you know, <laughs> Hello Kitty says, why is this called the Big Ten with 14 teams? They're not changing any of these names. Big 12 is going to be 12. Big 12, even though they have 10 now and they're going to have 14, it's not happening. Any of these leagues with numbers, Pac-12, if they if they're 10, when the USC and UCLA go to the Big Ten, they're going to stay Pac-12. There's too much branding going on right now that's not going to change. Yeah, Big Pat, 56. Illinois could be playing in the first round. They could on that Wednesday night. They could, um, but they've got the talent to get all the way to Sunday. So we'll see. Um, all right, let's take some questions in the chat. Okay, so G. Waz says Purdue beat Nebraska by one point. That is a fact. It was an overtime on the road, and Nebraska was playing well. And Purdue, this is a Big Ten road game. Great fan base in Lincoln. Um, so you can't judge that. These games on the road in conference, I don't care if they're in December, January, February, early March, none are easy. No league. Zero. Won't happen. Look at Arkansas and the SEC losing LSU on Wednesday night. This stuff happens all over the country. Uh, MSU for life says OSU is too high. Well, we disagree. I watched Ohio State. Um, one in a row says, how is Northwestern better than Nebraska? Uh, you can debate me on that. That's fine. I would argue that Northwestern's win over Michigan State right now is better um, within the Big Ten, obviously, than what Nebraska has done. Now, Nebraska's win over Creighton was a significant win, but that came when Creighton was really struggling. Live lease says Michigan is way too low. Uh, again, Michigan, one Big Ten win was at struggling Minnesota. Uh, if Maryland ever keeps their players in the state area, they will own this conference. No, they will not. They will just be a top contender. They won't own it. Come on. Nebraska took Purdue to overtime, beat number seven Creighton. Yes, I know that. So let's see what happens. If Nebraska beats Iowa tonight, they're certainly going to move up. Uh, Zibby is a MSU hater, so I'm not going to even deal with that. Rutgers should be top five that lost to OSU was BS. Well, the Big Ten said the bucket shouldn't have counted, but then you could argue Caleb McConnell should have hit the second free throw. So it was a perfect storm. Um, big actors worried about how Michigan State's going to play when Malik Hall comes back, and that's legitimate, but hey, I'd rather have him back than not. Layton says, thoughts on Penn State. So Penn State, as I said, Jalen Pickett has become sort of Mr. Everything for uh, the Nittany Lions. Seth Lundy, has, he was out with an ankle injury, but um, – you know, Andrew Funk, the transfer from Bucknell, has hit some big shots, hit a big three to send the Clemson game to overtime. And I just love the way Micah Shrewsbury is coaching this team. Um, and, you know, if there's going to be a team that's going to rise up and make the NCAA tournament out of that sort of middling group that we're not expecting, I think it's going to be Penn State. I really like what they are doing at this juncture. Um Agus says, why is Maryland so low? Well, they lost three in a row, and so they're not playing well right now. I know 
you know, they got a game against UMBC, their last non-conference before they jump back in. Uh, let's see how they do. Um, you know, someone has to be in that bottom group. So, and the key thing on any of these ranks that we do in these conference rankings, the key factors are they are fluid. They are real time. Okay. So that's what you got to keep in mind. We're doing them in a real time setting of how teams are playing at this moment in time. That's why I'm going with the top three that you see on your screen and the bottom group. As I said, the Iowa Nebraska game tonight, I think will be significant for both schools. If Iowa loses, then I actually feel pretty good about where I put them at this moment in time. And if Nebraska wins, then I think you can easily flip the two of them and put Nebraska up in that 11 spot, maybe 10, uh, based on a win like that over Iowa with Chris Murray and Connor McCaffrey, so a full Iowa roster. So it's a big game to see where they would be in these rankings. I think Iowa really needs to win that game after that loss to Eastern Illinois. So no question about that. All right, um, let's take a couple more, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, do I think Rutgers is a shot at the double bye? Yes. Last year they got the double bye by going four and two in the final six games. They certainly have a shot. I have them just outside of that at this moment in time. Um, so, yeah, why couldn't they uh, get to that point? Uh, I think that's definitely significant. Uh, or, you know, I mean, the win over Indiana already uh, and a near 2-0 start as they got in the Ohio State game would have certainly moved Rutgers up probably – into that four or five spot in the rankings that you're looking at right now. But Caleb McConnell told me that the loss to Seton Hall really was a result of the Ohio State loss. They lost that game twice, Ohio State, because they didn't play well at all against Seton Hall a couple of days later uh, after the way in which they lost the Ohio State game. So you can understand that. Um, all right, last one from Huddy Buckets. Could you I see Nebraska going on a little run, possibly a bubble team or at least a solid NIT team? Yes, I do. I think, you know, it's weird. If I'm not mistaken, there was no NIT teams out of the Big Ten last season. I think we could see legitimately two to three NIT teams. 13 of the 14 Big Ten teams, 13 of the 14 Big Ten teams could be in the postseason. That's how deep the league is this season. Minnesota is the only team I would say right now I do not see them playing in the postseason. How many Final Four teams? I'd say one to three. But postseason teams, to answer your question, 13 out of 14. All right. Really appreciate your time, the questions, our ranks. We will do this again next week, uh, and we will get into our AP reactions of the AP Top 25 throughout the course of the month of January. Appreciate the engagement here on the BR app. As always, you can go to the BR app for our coverage, NCAA Digital and March Madness Men's Basketball on all those social media channels. That's where you can find all our coverage covering the sport of men's basketball here this season. Thanks for watching, everyone.